SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, good evening to you. I'm Brad Brown. This is SAFM Sports Wrap, and thanks to the MoneyWeb team. They're back tomorrow for the Friday edition. What a day it's been at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games, particularly from a Team South Africa perspective. Uh, if you have not heard yet, we've added a third medal to our hall, another silver. So three silvers it is, and this one coming in the rowing. It was a fantastic day for Team South Africa from a rowing perspective. We join now by Manfred Sider. We'll chat about all the other things going on a little bit later in the show, but Manfred, uh, South Africa's rowers really in with a good shot, not just on this medal. It was a great performance, but uh, we've got a chance at more tomorrow. Manfred Seidel, are you with us? No, we don't seem to have Manfred at the moment, but I can tell you that uh, it was a silver in the uh, Coxless pairs uh, for Team South Africa. The Kiwi pair winning the favourites heading into that final was a great, great start uh, for Team South Africa, leading through the first 500 and then fading slightly, going through halfway in fourth, but a great fight back in the end to claim the silver medal and an incredible story as well for uh, the rowers in that boat. Matthew Britton uh, fighting uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, coming back and uh, yeah, winning a silver medal at the Olympic Games. What an incredible story. We'll chat to Manfred a little bit later about that. Uh, On to some football news from the Olympics where the South African under-23s were eliminated in the early hours of this morning and uh, despite being bitterly disappointed by not progressing to the knockout stages, Itumalen Kunes is representing South Africa at the Olympics was a massive honour. It was a great experience for all of us. Especially for me, we, we got an opportunity to, to qualify in 2005. Couldn't happen. And the boys deserve a lot of credit for working so hard for the team to qualify for 2016 Olympics. The experienced goalkeeper who was part of the squad as one of the overage players along with Eric Matoho says he learnt a lot from the experience. Unfortunately, don't have that clip at the moment. Staying with football news, earlier today, Sunderland announcing that they've signed defenders Paddy McNair and Donald Love from Manchester United on a four-year deal that's uh, worth a fee of estimated £5.5 million. On to Olympic rugby, the Blitzbox take on Great Britain in the semi-finals of the Sevens uh, this evening, and a win will guarantee the team of at least a silver medal. Coach Neil Powell says his team need to bring LB at their best if they are to win this evening. Yeah, no, Great Britain is a good side. I think uh, for me, one of the informed sides of the tournament. So we must make sure coming back we've done our homework and that we're ready for, for, another, for another war. Let's talk some more rugby and uh, the Springboks continue their preparation ahead of uh, the start of the rugby championship. Springbok lock Luit Diaga says uh, they are focusing just on their first game against Argentina at the Mombella Stadium next Saturday. He says the only thing they want to do is get off to a winning start. Yeah, I think we want to take it game for game. And the first game is Argentina, so working hard for that. Um, really, was a, we were gutted last year after that loss in Durban, really hurt. So we, hopefully we can avenge that next weekend. But yeah, we're going to take it game for game. So first game's Argentina, get that behind the back and then um, play, them, play them there. So yeah, we just want to win every game and take it week by week. Diaga admits that the All Blacks are going to be a tough team to beat, but uh, the box are not going to try and imitate the All Blacks style of play. Uh, I think we don't care about the All Blacks now. That, that's, that's coming later on. I think we don't have to change our whole game just to be... We don't want to be like the All Blacks. We want to play our brand. 
want to play Springbok round of rugby. Uh, maybe tweak it a little bit here and there, but still stick to the fundamentals of our game and what made the Springboks a great team over the years. So we're not going to change too much. We're just working hard on the small things, the small details, getting that right. Domestically, the Golden Lions will be without their nine Springboks for Saturday's Curry Cup encounter against the Pumas in Johannesburg. Meanwhile, they also announced today that scrum half Ross Crenier and centre Howard Nisi will share the captaincy role during this year's Curry Cup campaign. On to netball now, the Spa Proteas have suffered a major setback ahead of the first quadrangular series against Australia, New Zealand and England later this month, with Captain Mareka Holthausen tearing ligaments in her knee during a match at the Spa National Netball Championships in Durban. Michael Flitzmus was there. Holthausen was playing for the Free State in their 39-29 victory over defending champions Northwest at Hoy Park. The inspirational goal attack tore the ligaments in her right knee and was carried off in tears. And according to Free State coach Berta de Kock, it doesn't look good. Yeah, she just slipped and uh, we don't think it's a ligament in the knee left. Yeah, according to the official. It's not uh, 100% sure, but it's like 99%. She's still here with leadership. Uh, she will immediately step into the coaching position with me for help and be involved and we will make use of her expertise. Northwest coach Jolene Mayer also acknowledged the blow for South African netball. I'm very worried about Mareika that got injured. I think it's terrible for South African netball because she plays a huge role in that. Mayer added that their defeat places tremendous pressure on them in their next two matches against Gauteng and the Western Cape on Friday. Michael Flissmus, Durban. On to cricket news, the South African women have been defeated by their Irish counterparts in Dublin by seven wickets in the fourth one-day international. Batting first, uh, South African women posted 143 all-out in 46.4 overs. Ireland reaching that total with just seven wick- uh, three wickets down uh, in the 37th over. Two test matches taking place concurrently uh, at the moment, where England won the toss earlier today in the fourth test at the Kennington Oval. They lead that series 2-1. Pakistan has to win this test to level matters. Uh, England batting first after winning the toss, being reduced to 291 for 8. That's late on day 1. While in the West Indies, lunch uh, on day 3 of the third test between India and the West Indies. West Indies currently 107 for 1. Uh, that after India were dismissed in their first innings for 353. They still trail by 246 runs. Manfred Seidler is on the line now. Manfred, it was a great day for Team South Africa in the rowing at the Rio Olympic Games. The silver medal, but uh, four crews going through to tomorrow's finals. Brad, yeah, super performance by the Rose indeed. It's, it's been a long time coming after those, that gold medal from the awesome foursome four years ago. Somehow or another, they've sparked rowing in this country, and Roger Barrett done a superb job getting these, these boats through to uh, not only to Rio, but all five into a final, one with the medal already, and now um, lightweight double skulls, men and women, women's pairs and men's fours through to final. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic performance indeed. Uh, Manfred, we'll get you on a little bit later on. There is live golf taking place as well. Golf uh, back on the Olympic uh, program. We've got two South Africans involved there. We'll get a score update from Manfred a little bit later. And then there's also rugby coming up. There's big swimming and we'll be chatting everything Olympics on tonight's show. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Wrap, we'll preview the track and field that gets underway tomorrow. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, Matthew Quinn joins us now, former South African sprinter who knows what it's like to perform and win medals on the big stage. A former gold medal winner at uh, World Championship level with a 4 by 100 meter relay. Matt, welcome on to SFM Sports Chat. Thanks for joining us tonight. 
Absolute pleasure. Nice to have you in studio, Matt. I, I know you, you're a huge fan of the Olympics, particularly around track and field. It's something you follow very, very closely. You were telling me before we went live that you've been banking some sleep because uh, the next few days you're not sleeping much. Oh, well, listen, the Olympics really starts tomorrow. Track and field gets going. <laughs> so I had to, you know, spent a couple of the first nights staying up watching all the Olympics, all the events, and now... Took some time last night to actually catch up because the next couple of days is going to be hectic. Matt, let's talk about Team South Africa's chances. Obviously, Sascock coming into the games had set the, the goal at 10 medals. We, we're on three now. Uh, I think the rowers realistically have got a chance at, at more medals tomorrow. Uh, we've got Chad Close swimming tonight in the 100-meter uh, butterfly. We hope that he will win medals. We thought he would have got one in the 200. Uh, the blitz box looking very good for a medal. You don't want to jinx them. But on the, on the track and, and, and fields, there, there were a couple the medals that I think Saskok within that 10 were banking on. Yeah, definitely. We got cast in the 800, weighed in the 400, and then we've got a good group of guys that will definitely make finals, and then it's really just about them performing in that final and getting seeing if they can get a medal. Let's talk about tomorrow, and, and the track and field, uh, particularly from, a, from a, the, the, the sort of track side of things, it all starts with heats. There aren't too many medals up for grabs straight up. So who, who are we, like, I mean, who's in action first up from a South African perspective? What, what can we look forward to? I think the big one will be Wade. He starts off tomorrow, so he goes off in his heats of his 400. Look, it will be very easy. Very, you know, the guys will cruise through. Then he, Saturday they'll he'll run a semi, and then Sunday he'll run his final. Now, and then the women's 100 start off tomorrow. The men's 100. Sorry, the men's 100 start off on Saturday. So we've got a busy weekend. So, I mean, Sunday's finals, you're looking at the men's 100, the, the men's 400. It's really a big packed uh, fr- Sunday night. Matt, it's something that's not really exclusive to track and field. I mean, obviously the rowers have been going through it, uh, the, the blitzbocker have been going through it, the swimmers go through it. The, the psychology of running in heats and, and having to do just enough to get through but not expend too much energy that you save some for the, the big races, the semis and the finals. Talk me, talk me through that as an athlete. I mean, it, it must be quite nerve-wracking that uh, you, you don't want to blow it but you, uh, and miss a qualifier, but you also don't want to go too far to the other extreme. Look, the way they set up the heats makes it a lot, a lot more easier than it seems because you're obviously racing maybe one or two guys in the, in the first round that you know you're going to get through because, I mean, it's all about qualification. So first three, fastest three, whatever it is, as you go through the rounds. It's when you get to the semifinals, and the semifinals in track and field is quite interesting because there's three, set, three heats, first two, fastest two. So it's quite a, it's like, yeah, it's quite a hectic way of waking through to the final. So in the old days, it used to be two semis, first four went through. Now they've changed it to three heats, first two, fastest two. So that's when you'll see the guys will come out and they'll really put, lay down the, the gauntlet and really run hard. So that's where the fun's going to start happening. The heats will be fun just to see how the guys are. Good to see them back on the track. What's the track looking like? Is it a fast track? Those sort of things. That's what you'll watch in the first couple of sessions. Then when we start getting down to the business end is when we'll see the guys pulling out all the stops to make the final. Let's talk specifics, and, and we're going to chat, obviously, throughout the show, but uh, for now, before we head to Rio to find out uh, what's going to be happening with, with the swimming later tonight, let, let's talk about Wade and the, the pressure that, that he's under. Obviously, there's, there's huge expectations. I mean, his performance last year at the World Champs was just phenomenal. That 400-meter field, there's some big names in that field. He'll be backing himself. I, I, I saw an interview with him yesterday. He was, he was playing things down. He was, he was quite humble in his, in his approach, whereas you look at, you look at guys like, like Merritt, they come across as quite sort of uh, out there. I mean, they, they're, quite, they're quite brash, whereas for me, Wade Funicak's been, he's playing it down, which I think is a good thing. 
We've seen what Bresh t- does to some of our athletes. <laughs> as, long as, he, as long as he doesn't shadow box before he, before he gets out there. Listen, apparently he was listening to Eye of the Tiger. And, you know, that's, that's what you do when you listen to Eye of the Tiger. But no, seriously, I, I think Wade's got a lot of pressure on himself. And he'll, 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 he'll put that pressure on himself. Um, but it's just because I think if you look at the, the track and field program, that is most probably the most anticipated final we're looking forward to. You've got Karani James, you've got LaShawn Merritt, and you've got Wade Fanico, three of the world's best athletes. It's even going to overshadow the men's 100 meters. Right now, it's most probably the event of the Olympics when it comes to track and field. So Wade will go out there. He's confident. He knows what he has to do, and he, he'll have to run fast. There's no sort of jogging through and getting through to the final and then seeing what happens. These guys know exactly what they have to do. They're going to go out hard. They're going to run their race plan. And when you come off that final bend into the straight, you're going to have Karani James, LaShawn Merritt, and Wade for Nikak. And whoever's got the strength, whoever's got the mind strength and the, the physical sort of attributes to it is going to win that race. And that's how close that race is going to get. All right, Matt, don't go anywhere. We'll get you back on in a moment because I want to talk about the 100 as well. And, and I, I find it interesting that you say the 400 is going to be bigger than that. But we'll, we'll talk more about that in a moment. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Trap, we'll head to Rio and preview some of the swimming action you can look forward to tonight. Remember that moment you wanted to give up when you were unsure if you could be guaranteed safe, hassle-free online banking. So you sought guidance from someone who knew the ins and outs of secure online banking for your business. They introduced you to the Plug and Transact token, a portable security device so powerful it gives you the peace of mind to transact confidently from any computer within minutes. For some, banking online is still risky, but not for you. Amazing things happen when you partner with the right people. Partner with NetBank and take your business to the next level. Email business at netbank.co.za today. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. It's heating up in the Top Chef South Africa kitchen, and you don't want to miss me, Lona Maseko, SABC3's private chef Neil Anthony, and Lasejo Lesda Chef Semenya, as we put 14 chefs through 13 weeks of intense cooking challenges that will test their ability to deliver under pressure. Who will come out victorious? Catch Top Chef South Africa on SABC3 every Tuesday at 8 p.m. to find out. Did you know that the fastest way to pay or renew your television license is with your favorite electronic? device go to www.paymytv.co.za make your payment and then wait for the free rewards page to load or click on axrewards.co.za now all you have to do is click on the funeral cover button download the axme app on your android phone register and start enjoying free funeral cover to the value of seven and a half thousand rand t's and c's apply tv licenses more rewards making a difference The strength of a woman should never be underestimated. You strike a woman, you strike a rock. SAFM, honoring the women of yesterday, today and tomorrow. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. As we continue our coverage of the 2016 Rio Olympic Games, it's a big day for Team South Africa today, and it's uh, got off to a pretty good start so far as well, with a silver uh, in the rowing in the coxless pairs. So a fantastic start for Team South Africa. And uh, rowing South Africa, I think they've been doing some amazing work, uh, pockets of excellence within South African sport, and uh, I think a huge uh, amount of credit needs to go to the man who heads things up there, Roger Barrows. Uh, He's doing some amazing things. 
things uh, with Team South Africa, which I think is brilliant. Matthew Quinn is with us in the Johannesburg studio. We're looking ahead to the start of the track and field program tomorrow. Matt, we've spoken about Wade for Nikat. You reckon that the 400 meters is going to be uh, more anticipated than the 100. Uh, we've we've got some, some good 100 meter sprinters too. And I was reading an article today, and uh, they reckon that uh, Akini is, uh, is, is, is an outside chance at a medal. What, what are your thoughts? No, definitely. I mean, what was it, about three weeks ago, you landed up in uh, Hungary, you had a power field, Mark Rogers, Asafa Powell, and who was the other guy? I can't even think. Um, and he literally blew them away, 989. He went out and smashed the SA record. He threw down his, his name into the hat, and he said, well, guys, I'm here to play. And that's exactly what he's going to do. The thing with that race, and I think we've spoken through it before, is that he nailed his start. The whole season he's been talking about, I've got to get my start. I've got to hit my start. And he he nailed it on that day. And that's the difference between Akani being a 10.01 athlete and him being a world-class contender for a, a, a medal at the Olympics is a start. And that's the thing. If he can nail it on Sunday night, he's going to blow everyone away. Well, looking forward to that. Let's uh, talk some swimming now. And we head to Rio where Elaine Todden joins us. Uh, Elaine, it's been an interesting couple of days for for the, the swimming program, particularly around the battle between Chad Leclerc and, and Michael Phelps. Uh, there's been much said on social media, not much coming out of the Leclerc camp, I can tell you that much, but uh, that battle continues, it resumes later. Yeah, 100%, of course, um, Chad was hoping to defend the tuna butterfly title, but at the end of the day, at the Olympics, you know, uh, there are six other guys in the pool swimming with Chad and uh, Phelps, so it's always a gamble, you never know who could take it down, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of guys uh, put a lot of pressure on Chad and Phelps now to, to deliver the goods. Obviously, they, they take the pressure pretty well. Um, you know, they're, they're all Olympians, they're all world-class athletes. And it's, it's, you, you often get it. Uh, Chad's not the first one to not defend his Olympic title. Um, so it's not, you know, it's, it's obviously heartbreaking for, for Chad. But uh, you have to put it behind him, you group, you focus, and uh, focus on the main enemy, the butterfly today. Let, let's talk about that. How does he bounce back? I mean, obviously, the disappointment of not picking up a medal, finishing fourth. I mean, if you're not going to pick up a medal, fourth is the worst position to finish in. From a mental perspective, how does Chad bounce back from this? Uh, I mean, the pressure is really on him now. Yeah, you, you have to kind of put it behind you. You can't, uh, you know, half on it. Obviously, you will be upset about it, but uh, if he wants to, you know, send a chance of meddling and having the butterfly, he has to put it behind him, regroup, refocus, as I said. And, um, you know, so, like, uh, like I said, they're all world-class athletes. So they've done this many times before, world champs, uh, European champs, Commonwealth Games, where they've had upsets in, in one of the early races, and then, of course, they've got to, you know, perform in the following races. So they, they're all used to it, they do do it, and uh, it's going to be a good one. We've got two medals in the pool so far. The, the feeling amongst Team South Africa, are we on track? I know they had set goals of what they wanted to, to achieve. Uh, are they on track? Where, where are the other medals going to come from if we're still chasing more medals? How are the other swimmers going? Yeah, basically, as you said, we've got two swimmers. They're chaired in the turn of freestyle, which is actually a surprise one. Um, a lot of people didn't think chaired with medal on that, uh, but he got silver there. And then, of course, Cameron in the 100-meter breaststroke. The next medal that we are hoping for is, of course, the 100 meter butterfly, which uh, is going take place today. And possibly in the next 4 by 100 media relay, we've got uh, the likes of uh, Christopher Reed, we've got uh, Chad on the butterfly, we've got Cameron on the breaststroke. The big mystery at the moment is, of course, who's going to finish it off in the freestyle leg. And uh, my guess, Miles Brown, will be the, the guy ending up with freestyle leg.
Right, so still lots to go. Alain, thank you so much uh, for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Trap. Coming up next, uh, we'll stay in Rio, but we'll chat some rugby because there's big rugby coming up later tonight. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. Well, one of the reasons I'm sleep-deprived today is because I was up till after midnight uh, hanging around waiting for the South African Sevens team to take uh, the field in their quarterfinal. It was a fantastic performance in the end after they lost to Australia early in the day yesterday. They came back with a much better performance. They were a lot more clinical at the breakdown, particularly less mistakes. And in the end, that's what got them through. Uh, solid, solid performance. They do take on Team Great Britain uh, in the semi-finals tonight. Uh, they are also looking like one of the form teams. Johan Leroux joins us. Now, Johan, uh, big, big uh, opportunity here for Team South Africa to pick up another medal tonight. Good day, Brad. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, a medal is definitely on the cards, but uh, the Blitzbox are definitely going for gold. They've been one of the better teams here at uh, the Rio Sevens. Uh, them and uh, Fiji as well. Fiji uh, still unbeaten, as well as Great Britain, who've also been very, very good. They beat New Zealand on the way to the semi-finals, and then yesterday they had that nail-biter against Argentina. Argentina had a chance to win it. They had a penalty right at the death. They went for goal. They missed and in the end, Great Britain snuck through. So it's going to be a very tight one. South Africa yesterday, like you mentioned, a lot better in that second game against Australia, but still a number of missed tackles. That will be a bit of a concern. The Aussies didn't take quite full advantage of that, but I know Neil Powell said he is addressing that, and uh, hopefully we'll get through to that final so that we will at least be guaranteed a medal but I know that the guys will be bitterly disappointed if it's not gold. Johan, let's touch briefly on the surprise package. Uh, everyone loves an underdog. How impressive have Japan been? I tell you what, if I was Fiji as good as they are, I'd be nervous tonight because Japan have got nothing to lose. Japan have been absolutely outstanding. And uh, it's quite funny, in the media center the first day, there were maybe a, maybe about three or four Japanese journalists. Today, there is probably about 25 to 30 of them. And they've already made their way to the field to go and watch their team play. So Japan have been outstanding. Uh, we had a bit of a chat to the Fiji coach, Ben Ryan, earlier as well. And uh, he seems quite confident that they'll be in the final. But I think at the back of his mind, he will know that Japan is going to provide to be a, a, t- a tough opponent. And it, the, under, the crowd will definitely be supporting the underdog in this match. All right, let's just talk times-wise, because I think a lot of people are going to be keeping an eye on things. From a, a semi-final perspective for Team South Africa, kickoff is 8 o'clock uh, South African time, if I'm correct. If they make it through to the final, what time is the final tonight? Yeah, 8 o'clock uh, South African time, the final, and uh, the, rather, the semi-final, and then the final is going to be 7 o'clock here. 7 plus 5 is 12, so it's going to be exactly midnight South African time, and I promise you it will definitely be worth staying up for. The team really is looking confident, and also the message yesterday was that once you get to the semi-finals and the final, anything can happen, and I think that this is a great opportunity for South Africa to win their first gold medal at the Games. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, just also so that we clear, we win tonight the, the first First match, we're guaranteed of a medal, doesn't matter what colour it is. If we lose, there's still the third and fourth place playoff. We still have a shot uh, at a bronze medal. But I, I'm with you, Johan. I think we're going to go through. Really looking forward to it. Enjoy the game. We look forward to catching up again soon. Cheers, Brad. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. Remember that moment you wanted to give up when you were unsure if you could be guaranteed safe, hassle-free online banking. So you sought guidance from someone who knew the ins and outs of secure online banking for your business. They introduced you to the Plug and Transact Token, a portable security device so powerful. 
It gives you the peace of mind to transact confidently from any computer within minutes. For some, banking online is still risky, but not for you. Amazing things happen when you partner with the right people. Partner with NetBank and take your business to the next level. Email business at netbank.co.za today. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. Did you know that the fastest way to pay or renew your television license is with your favorite electronic device? Go to www.paymytv.co.za, make your payment, and then wait for the free rewards page to load or click on axrewards.co.za. Now, all you have to do is click on the funeral cover button, download the AxMe app on your Android phone, register, and start enjoying free funeral cover to the value of 7,500 Rand. T's and C's apply. TV licenses, more rewards, making a difference. Faith, by definition, is abstract, intangible, and purely predicated on belief. That effectively means we cannot have facts, at least from that perspective. The fact of the matter is, you do believe in whatever you believe in. And so it is that fact that we will be engaging on our show, Facts of Faith. Our new faith show on SFM from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Sundays. Join me, Nayelu Pondwana, on Facts of Faith. Faith. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. So much sport, so little time. Manfred Seidler joins us now. Manfred, we've spoken about the rowing. It's been a good day, but there's lots of other South Africans involved, particularly uh, the golf. I know there's two South Africans in there. There was some uh, sailing today. There's badminton coming up. What else can we look forward to and, and when and how they're going? Well, Brad, look, as you say, busy day. The golf's still going on. Brandon Stone started really well. He was uh, 12th uh, with 200. He's now dropped down all the way to 53rd, so not having the best of days. With Jakob van Sale started in, uh, in 36 and is now down to 25th. So uh, they they got a good bit of work to do as the two golfers. Uh, we've got a bit of badminton coming up. That's at half past 12 tonight. Jack Mullikal takes on one horse sing of Korea. Remember, there's sailing coming up later. Quarter past 11 tonight. Uh, Asinati Jim, Roger. Hudson going the two-man dinghy and that was rescheduled let's not forget then the Blitzbock in the swimming really looking forward to that uh, fantastic indeed uh, looking looking ahead at uh, chances the, let's talk the, the sailing and the, and the badminton particularly I mean we know that the golfers is not our top ranked golfers so if they do pick up medals it'll be great but uh, yeah we're not banking on any there those other two the, the badminton and the sailors uh, any any chance of medals there no, I don't think so, Brad. I think uh, we were discussing that thing. The medals are going to come from the rowing, the pool, the track and field. Um, obviously, we're hoping for the, the rugby sevens. And I think those are the medals we can bank on. Um, you know, Jack Malikil going through beating uh, one horse on will be quite will be quite an achievement. So I don't think we can bank on a medal there. The the row, uh, the, uh, the sailors generally are because they don't get to compete internationally so much. They're just generally not in that league. So I think yeah, the medals, as I said. Uh, rowing, swimming, track and field, rugby sevens, and let's hope for an outside chance maybe in the triathlon. Fantastic, Manfred Seiler, thank you very much for that. Don't forget, stay tuned to SAFM throughout the evening. We'll have updates for you here uh, on South Africa's news and information leaders. We keep you up to date with what's happening in Rio. Coming up next, we'll wrap things up. We'll chat to Matt Quinn. We'll uh, touch on Casta Semenya, uh, one of our big medal hopes. Uh, that's coming up next.
SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. Former South African sprinter Matthew Quinn with us uh, chatting track and field, which gets underway tomorrow. Matt, we've spoken about the hundreds uh, with the Connie Simbini. We've spoken about Wade Fanikat. Let's let's talk Custis Semenya. Real, real chance at a medal. She she is in fantastic form, and uh, if she doesn't pick up some uh, some hardware, we'll be we be very upset, wouldn't we? No, definitely. I mean, she is number one in the world at the moment. She's got the f- three of the four fastest times in the w- in the world. So she is definitely ready to rock and roll at the scans. So we expect, uh, I personally have her down as a gold, and it's not even a, an if, it's a definite. I think she's heads and shoulders above all the other athletes out there, and she's definitely going to bring us some silverware. I mean, she went through a, a bit of a patch between, funnily enough, in, in this Olympic cycle. I mean, she performed uh, well in, in London and then went off the boil a bit, but she's, she's bounced back. And, and a lot of people don't realize that's not necessarily a bad thing. You can't peak four, for four years on the trot. You've got to take some time off and, and, and sort of reset and then build up again. No, listen, everything I've heard about Castor at the moment is she's come back, she's got new vigor, she's happy, she's she's out on the track, she's enjoying life again, and that's exactly what's, you can see it out on the track, she's really enjoying her running again, and that's that's the big thing here, and going into Rio, she's number one in the world, she's got the fastest time, and it's, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to even jinx her, but I've got her as a gold. Let's talk about, uh, just quickly, about uh, some of the field events. Uh, any chance of medals there? Javelin, shot puts, uh, long jump, triple jump, what are the chances? Uh, look, long jump, we've got a good opportunity. We've got three guys jumping there. So, um, Louvre, Samai, and uh, Stefan Britz. So, I'm expecting at least two of the guys to make the finals. And then from there, we've got an opportunity of a medal. Samai is fifth in the world at the moment. Then we've got Sinet in the javelin. I mean, she's always a big-time performer. She always, she's done well for us in the last couple of years, so we can expect a, an opportunity for her to get into the final. And then, who knows, one big launch and we could get have another medal. So we've got some really good opportunities there. Like I said, this is one of the strongest track and field teams we've sent in Olympic Games. We're going to get a lot of guys in the finals, and those guys will have an opportunity. We've got an Arthur Jobber Wano back in the 200. So, I mean, even though I'm going back to sprints, it's, it's just a curse of mine. But... It, We've got him there, so, I mean, we've got lots of opportunities. He's coming off a bronze medal at the World Champs last year. He hasn't had that much competition this year. He's been injured, so this is an opportunity for him to come out. I've spoken to him. He sounds keen. He sounds good. He's ready to rock and roll as well. Who else have we got on there? So, I'm just trying to think. And, you know, we've got, on the women's side, Caster and um, Sinet, Obviously, we'll hold their own out there. We haven't got too much depth out in, in, the, in the women's side. On the men's side, we've got a lot of opportunities there. We've got a lot of athletes in the top five, top ten in the world, like I've said. So that's what we've got to bank on. But the big big news this weekend will be obviously weighed in the, in the 400, the men's 100-meter final, the women's 100-meter final. So there's a lot of big action. If South Africa's need to wake up, they need to get up there early. It's going to be early sessions from 1 o'clock until 4 a.m. in the morning. So those are the ones that we've got to catch up on. Those are the ones we've got to um, wake up for and, and watch. The, that's it. It comes around once every four years. So let's get out there. Let's support our athletes and let's see what happens. Absolutely. Matthew Quinn, thank you so much for coming through uh, and chatting to us about the track and field. We look forward to it and let's hope we can pick up lots and lots of medals. And that's it for SFM Sports Trap tonight. Thanks for joining us. We're back again tomorrow at 6.30. And, uh, yeah, don't forget, more sport tomorrow morning with Janet Whitten. Updates throughout the night here on SAFM. Right now, though, it is 7 o'clock in time for your news.